Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in Busted Open Nation to another weekend edition of Busted Open Radio. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell, joined as always by the one and only world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And this episode is stacked, as you can probably imagine. Coming up tonight, we've got War Games NXT getting on it. We got a full preview of War Games coming your way in this abbreviated podcast edition of Busted Open on the weekend. And of course, we're going to get into Survivor series and what that is going to mean going forward who's gonna win how are they gonna win what surprises can we expect all that more plus we also delve into a great showing last night on fox smackdown brought to you by one and only rhea ripley continuing her dominance and really burning in a way that very few superstars are on the roster right now it feels like a big weekend for Rhea Ripley and also for the Undisputed Era and all things coming out of that faction, Adam Cole doing big things. We will also be touching on the brand new Intercontinental title. Old belts gone, new belts arrives. What do we think? How are we feeling? Are we feeling a little nostalgic? And of course, coming up at the end of the show, we're going to give you our weekly winner in what was the best wrestling show of the week. Was it AEW? Was it NXT? Maybe it was SmackDown. Well, tune in and find out plenty more coming your way here on the weekend edition of Busted Open Radio. Let's go. What was the biggest note to come out of SmackDown last night? And I got to be honest, Mark, I know there was the invasion. We'll talk about it. I mean, we had a lot of invasions over the last couple weeks, but I'm I'm really talking about uh, the final invasion of NXT kind of doing their best uh, Degeneration X impression and really uh, invading. But before we get to that, I really, Mark, I really thought the biggest news of last night was the, the debut of the new Intercontinental title. I did too. I thought that the title uh, introduction came at a, in a place where it broke up what we've had for the last three weeks. It was yeah. something new. And for all those people that complain, oh, it's just same old same. Last That's night me. you didn't get the same old same. <laughs> Well, no, definitely not with the with the new belt. Now, there were a lot of invasions, and there were a lot of brawls, and there were a lot of mixed tags. That's fine, not mixed tags, but multiple tags. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. The new belt debuted uh, on some level, did break up the monotony. And if you weren't bitching about the mar- uh, matches, Mark Henry, you could certainly bitch, uh, theoretically, about the new belt. Now, um, I got to be honest, I didn't have a huge problem with it. I think, I think... When anything like this happens, it's important to sit with it for a little bit. You can make your knee-jerk reactions, and you can feel a certain way. Um, I do think there is a semblance of 
you know, first impressions can last a lifetime. But I also think there's something to be said, especially with new belts, to kind of sit and let it marinate. Um, I guess my first takeaway, and I don't have a huge problem with it, is the amount of gold. Like, it's overwhelming, right? Like, it's hard to make out exactly what the belt says or what it stands for. It's a lot of gold. But the flip side of that, Mark Henry, is it's a lot of gold. It looks prestigious. It's a clean look, but as we know, it does away with the classic white IC title that so many people love, uh, that have nostalgia for. I I guess the question I would throw to you, Mark Henry, is in in a universe, in a a time where we have a bunch of new belts, and new belts are being introduced, the 24-7 belt was just introduced a a couple months ago by the one and only uh, Mick Foley, I kind of do think that there can be something said to holding on to at least one of the classics, Mark. I I do kind of like the idea of leaving one of the belts, whatever the case may be leaving it a little bit untouched to kind of have that nostalgia pull i'm curious to get your thoughts on it you know what the uh i, I like the title i like yeah. it it was it was a, a breath of fresh air and i thought that the white IC title was kind of played anyway i thought that you know you have all these titles that's gold and and sparkly diamonds and um that title still looked like you know an old school title. Now, if right. you want to go to a classic old school title, uh, you have to look at the heavyweight championship. Like you talk about still... the the Iron Wing, the the classic Hogan yeah, one, the Bret Hitman Hart one. Yeah, I, I loved it. I still do. Um, it was an honor to hold it and to uh, go from city to city and have people uh, in the airport want to pull it out and run around over their heads with it. I told you that story. I wanted to kill the guy in the airport for pulling it out. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, it's, I thought it was a great moment last night. It was. It didn't get the shine that it deserved. It deserved the uh, immediate match. Mm, I didn't even think about that. it right off yeah. the bat. Uh, but, they, you know, I was not bored with the show last night. Uh, I had to actually watch it's in a replay i didn't watch it live yeah um, because i was at an appearance but you know i went through that watching that show and i got the full wine the commercials yay and (laughs) and i was not bored at all not at one point during that show i was bored now i am pretty much played out of the invasion i'm ready for survivor series I yeah. want to see the talent go at each other and in a way where you represent something other than yourself. And that was the thing about Survivor Series. You worked as a team. Uh, there was always turmoil between you and the other guys because you work with them every week all year long and you have beef with some people. But you put your personal beefs aside to to go against the other guys and girls for the betterment of your brand. And even if it wasn't about the brand, if it was one click versus another click, then that's that's what I was into. I, I love the teamwork aspect. Yeah, Mark, what was your first Survivor Series? It had to be with the nation, right? Get out of town, man. I told no? you, you can't ask me no wrestling question. <laughs> on a wrestling show. I've been hitting the head like 10 thousand times 
Like, oh my God, I don't I have like, a computer I like how in you're front like, yeah, I don't <laughs> But you know what? If you bring it up, if you say, hey, on this date, right. you had this match against this person. I said, oh, okay. And then I, I remember. But Plug your, man, it's, spark it's your memory hard base. for me. My, my wife will ask me what happened last week. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you also you are know, a very busy man. I feel like every week I talk to the, you, you're in a new city. Yeah, well, that's usually the case. It's, it's, I think it's the first of my on-site dementia showing up. Well, I, about, I don't know about, about that. I don't know about years. that, buddy. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe in 20 years, you're still pretty quick right now. Uh, you, t- you talk about being hit in the head, Mark. I've never been hit in the head. I probably arguably have a worse memory than you do, so don't be uh, too hard on yourself there, buddy. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Big Friday night for Rhea Ripley. Gabby, I'm going to let you crack the mic over there. We were talking before the show. You have, uh, it seems, infinite good things to say about one Rhea Ripley. I mean, how do you not have good things to say about Rhea Ripley? I think (laughs) she's just a badass, and the fact that she's 23 years old... It is crazy. ...is insane to me. Because as a female, I'm like, what was I doing at 23 years old? (laughs) I'm not going to talk about what I was doing at 23 years old, but it definitely was not owning a wrestling ring with the likes of Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks, and not only being in the ring with them, but belonging in the ring with them. You know, you don't see her intimidated. She doesn't look out of place. She looks like these are the people I should be hanging with. And her facial expressions, you know, when she gets that, like, gritty little smile and she, like, you know, looks like she's such a badass. Like, I just love it. I feel like she is a great representation of, like, a strong, be, like, badass MF'er. And I love that about her, and I think that she's a star. And if the WWE does not keep going with her, I think that it, it would be a loss for sure because she's just awesome. Yeah, I think they I think they know what they've got with Rhea Ripley. Now, uh, you talked about her belonging. You talked about her not acting intimidated, and I completely agree with you. She was at home. Now, we talk about intimidation. Mark, you, you know, I, if anyone looked intimidated in that match, and you had some thoughts on this, you started in on this during the break, and I was like, oh, Mark, you got to hold on to this because this is really interesting stuff. This is something that I did not notice last night. You actually thought that Charlotte Flair might have been in her feelings last night in that match with Rhea Ripley. I definitely did think that Charlotte was was in her feelings, as you put it. Uh, I put it as uh, it was it was like big girl heat. Like Charlotte Elaborate. didn't sell like she normally sells. Charlotte didn't move around and and react to Rhea Ripley like I thought she should have. Um, the the thing about pro wrestling, and you know, I, I this is the the master class, if you will, on uh, what you do to build an opponent. You never, ever grab a microphone and talk bad about your opponent. You build your opponent. Yeah, they're talented. Yeah, they're big. Yes, they're strong. Yes, they're tough. But are they enduring? I'm battle-tested. I've 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 walked through the fire and I look forward <clears throat> to walk through it again. When you wrestle that person and everything you do does not work. You can't win the test of strength. You can't win the push off in the lockup. You take them down to the ground 
they reverse it. Right. Everything you do, that person should you should build them. Charlotte didn't do that with her. Now there were there were instances where they stalemated. There were instances where Rhea got the best of her, and what did Charlotte do? She kind of like stood there. She she drop kicked her, super kicked her, all kind of stuff. Charlotte was still on her feet. Like you, you gotta, you gotta put people over. And you think that was intentional? It, it, it don't you think, diminish you, you was, at all. Let me finish. Was, yeah, yeah. It, it don't diminish you. She's she's te- she's bulletproof. She's Teflon. She should never ever feel like anybody that's in the ring with her is gonna shine over her because of a push or because of their. Equally in her size, never, and and I thought that it, it showed, um, it showed a little bit of weakness, and I, I hope she gets over that because the only way that all of them are going to benefit is if they look good in there together. Hmm. And last night they didn't look good together. Now, you brought up a phrasing, "big girl heat." Now, I, I take that as. You look at the frame of Rhea Ripley. She's got the broad shoulders. She's long. She's athletic. She's intimidating. So very, yep, very similar to Charlotte Flair. So when you say big girl heat, you're essentially kind of referencing the fact that you feel like Charlotte recognizes on some level, or, or you're, you're thinking Charlotte recognizes that, hey, this this person uh, maybe could potentially take my spot as the big girl, as you say, big girl heat, Mark Henry? I, I think that. This person is my equal physically. Yeah. May not be athletically. And that's what that's when you gotta pull that pull that card. And you can say that in your promo. You know what? It's been a while since I wrestled a woman that was equally my size. But you're not equally in my abilities. That's that's the way you handle that. You don't handle it by not selling, by making that person them uh, that other person hitting you, male or female, and you kind of not going to the ground or not going to a knee or not mm. going into the ropes or out of the ring. Like, put the people over. Well, Mark, let me ask you a question because uh, you obviously <laughs> – you're the right person to answer this question. I've never been back. I don't know what it's like backstage. I don't know what conversations happen after a match like that. Mark, do you think that Rhea Ripley, do you think that even maybe like Charlotte Flair acknowledged that after the match? Do you think like a conversation might have happened? What happens after a match like Not that? Not with Rhea. No? I don't think that Rhea has earned the right to dispute a senior wrestler. But I okay. guarantee you that the producers – and the agents saw it the way that I saw it, and they probably said, hey, you might want to uh, sell for her more. You might want to take a bump sometimes. Like, it's not hurting you not to. And I would tell her that to her face. Like, this is not something that uh, Charlotte and I are, have a good relationship. She she takes constructive criticism well. She wouldn't mm-hmm. be where she is without being able to evolve and take constructive constructive criticism so i mean like if anybody that's listening to the show that um and i hope she listens but if she doesn't if if you don't if you know her enough like i do give her a call 
Let them know what the what the constructive criticism was. I've said I've not said one thing that's knocking her. It's all how to fix. That's 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 what you got to do. You got to fix it every week. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. Right now, I want to get more into this NXT TakeOver card, this War Games card, before uh, we head out to the phone lines and get everyone else's thoughts on what they're excited for and what their expectations are going down uh, tonight at War Games. So, Mark, uh, obviously we touched a little bit on the ladies and what's going to be happening with them, but right now, let's get into that number one contendership uh, match that's going to be happening between Pete Dunne, Damian Priest, and Killian Dane. Obviously, the winner then taking on Adam Cole on Sunday at Survivor Series. Mark, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay it out. I'm just gonna say it. This feels like a spot for Pete Dunn. Um, I'm not saying anything negative about Damian Priest and Killian Dane. I think they're both fine competitors and athletes and wrestlers. But uh, I've always been a big fan of Pete Dunn. It feels like the WWE has put him in a position to take that next step, and it feels like at least on some level this would be that next step. What What do you say? You know what? I think so too. I love Pete Dunn. I think that Pete is one of those guys that is abstract enough that he can you can put him in there with anybody. It's kind of yeah. like what Dean Ambrose was. Um, it didn't matter who it was or uh, the size of the person. He's got equalizers. He's got things that make him um, a dangerous weapon at all times. So uh, I, I hope to see Pete Dunn uh, take it to another level. What's his ceiling? I mean, I know that Pete is very young. You know, he's got, but I love the gimmick, the bruiser weight. He's just got a natural heelish look about him. He's got the snarl. He's got the swagger. He's got the confidence. There's just so much to like about him, but he is a little bit smaller, right? Which I'm not, you know, this isn't 1989. I understand that can be overcome. I am just curious to hear from your standpoint, obviously, uh, a man who's had so many experiences in this business that we call professional wrestling. What do you think the ceiling is on a guy like Pete Dunne? You think he could be universal WWE champ one day? I think so. I mean, in the right setting, he's going to have to grow up. He still got a lot of that, what I said was wrong with Drew McIntyre when Drew McIntyre first started. He just didn't look like a grown-up. And there's some things about Pete Dunne that, even in his work style, that still kind of, I want to have fun. I want to do what I want to do rather than what I have to do. So he's going to have to get to where he's doing stuff that he has to do to get over rather than what he wants to do to get over. What do you mean when you say that? There's there's a lot of guys that they want to be cute. Okay. They want to do moves. The thing about pro wrestling that makes you great is connecting emotionally with the fan base. Pete is going to have to get off of the I want to do something that looks cool and exciting and I want to make them feel this kind of way. I want to, I want to emotionally get in people's heart, get in people's head. I want to make them angry with me and hate me and say, man, this dude's a piece of trash. Get him. Like, I mean, and then I want to see him come to somebody's aid. 
that's in need of help and grab a microphone and say, you know what, I've, I've been kind of self-absorbed for a long time, but I like you and I want to see you do well. Male or female, it won't matter. Right. You, you're emotionally connecting. That's what I mean about you got to grow up and stop being in the moment of, you know, how, how high can I jump off of something and make people go, ooh, rather than okay. somebody to emotionally grab their heart when you start talking or wipe their eye because you said something that touched them. That's, that's what I mean. Okay, maybe a little bit He's more not psychology. There yeah, no, I like that breakdown. I like that breakdown. All right, let's uh, let's move to someone who has definitely uh, earned his veteran stripes, and that is one Finn Balor. He is returning to NXT, Mark, and he's taking on Matt Riddle. Now, this is a new Finn Balor, right? He's he's in the midst of this heel turn. He's taking on Matt Riddle, and Matt Riddle is a star. He's surging in NXT. He surged on the indies. It's a very bright future for Matt Riddle. But, Mark, this feels like, to me, this feels like a Finn Balor spot in the sense that you don't have Finn Balor come back to NXT in the midst of a heel turn with everything that's going on and then have him lose, right? Like, this is a Finn Balor win tonight at at, at TakeOver, yeah? Yeah, to me, it's not about wins and losses. Right. To to me, it's it's about um, establishing your legacy and your dominance. He has a history there already. Yep. He's 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 set up who he is and what he what he's done over the last couple of weeks, and when he was in Japan, he was somebody, and the whole Bullet Club thing, um, he was a part of, and I think that this that's going to come across tonight or um, as tonight. Of, yeah tonight yeah. it's going to come across yep. tonight that Finn is going to reestablish. And I, I hope that that run over, that crossover with uh, Styles and, and Gallows and Anderson, that they get involved somehow. And if, if that's the case, now you have, you have two guys that are, or you have three guys that are basically – kind of stepping out and saying, you know what? We're going to cross-brand something. NXT is not the same as um, as if you're going from Raw to SmackDown or SmackDown to Raw because of the the draft rules. But nobody said anything about NXT. So I think that that'll be something that you can add to that program that makes NXT shine over the next couple of months. Are you kind of hinting, Mark Henry, at the way uh, the way that sounds like to me as you're setting up, potentially we could see a club reunion? Now, I think Prince Devitt yeah. slash Finn Balor handed off the club to AJ Styles. I, I can't remember if they existed at the club at the same time over in Japan, but this idea, you're saying essentially a simultaneous club, one being run by Finn Balor and NXT, and then one being run by SmackDown, or excuse me, by AJ Styles on the main roster? Yeah, that's what I'm okay. saying. Ooh, that's a tease. That's a bigger tease than your turkey recipe. Now I'm excited. Ah. Now, my, 
now I got my now I got my wheels turning because that would be that, listen. Though? Well, no, it would be great. I mean, they've certainly teased it, right? But that is kind of the outside the box thinking that I think a lot of fans want something different. Give us something different. Give us something that we couldn't predict. I think Mark, that is definitely one of those things. Even with the callbacks and the hints and the little moments leading up to it, I still think that would be a surprise to a lot of people, don't you? I do, and I think that'll be something that'll give Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era uh, something else to a worry foil. about. Yeah, a foil, if you will. A foil. Oh, if you I want. like it, I like it. Now let's see if it happens. That's the that's the key, right? Do, do we get the it payoff? Makes too I sure much hope. Sense. It is a good point. It does make too much sense. We've seen too much. All right. We talked about the ladies. We talked about Riddle, and we talked about Balor. Let's get into the men because that men's war game match, well, we don't, first of all, we don't know exactly who it's going to be. We got Undisputed Era, obviously, taking on Ciampa Lee, Dijakovic, and a opponent or a, a team member to be named. So what do you think happens in this match, Mark Henry? And Who's your best guess as to who's going to join up? Uh, on Team Ciampa there. It feels like Johnny Gargano, but I really don't know at this point. Hmm. Golly, man, that's the million-dollar question. Who will it be? I, I just I just, I just, just don't know. I mean, it's it would be cool if it was somebody that hadn't been around in a while, but there's a bunch of guys that are around that are um, – Really putting work in. You know what, man? It's a toss-up. I, I think it should be somebody that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Get the surprise factor. Who do you think should take the win? Because, Mark, this weekend on some level is shaping up. It could be a weekend for Undisputed Era. But if, if someone was going to lose from that faction, I feel like it would be the faction uh, unto itself, the entire Undisputed Era, rather than, you know, maybe the tag match at Survivor Series or or maybe that triple threat, obviously, with, uh, you know, Adam Cole and everything that's going to be going Or actually, sorry, Cole's defending the belt. But everyone is involved. I met Roderick Strong in that triple threat. Like, everyone from Undisputed Era is involved with Survivor Series on Sunday. It's not really the case with Team Ciampa, so it feels like to me that this would be a spot for Team Ciampa to get that win. What, what do you think? Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is, yeah. it, is They're going over the same thing with Rhea, Rhea Ripley. I mean, yes. um, you know, she needs to get the win because she's not going over to uh, Survivor Series like Shayna Baszler. Like, let the people that are going over to um survivor series take let the them go let them let them uh kind of put somebody over at uh nxt and yep. then go over to survivor series and and do their thing over there like what you're hearing catch busted open live monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 or on demand with the sirius xm app it's time for the weekly winner let's go the landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. All right, Mark Henry, the weekly winner, making its debut in a somewhat new time slot. We usually waited a half an hour uh, to get to our weekly winner in hour three, but we're bringing it back a little early now. We're going to start hour three with our weekly winner. 
because there is obviously plenty to get to. Mark, before I get, I'm going to let you go first this week. I feel like I've been going first with the weekly winner, and that's not right. People don't care about what I got to say. This is the Mark Henry Show. This is the world's strongest man show. It is a weekend. It is Saturday. We have had a full slate of professional wrestling shows to digest from NWA Power to Raw to SmackDown to AEW to NXT and everything in between. Mark Henry, what was your best show of this week? Well, my my best show of the week uh, was SmackDown. Uh, I enjoyed really seeing Daniel Bryan. Yeah, man, I enjoyed seeing Daniel Bryan and the Fiend uh, leading me up into this weekend. I enjoyed seeing um, NXT with the invasion, and they had the highest rating that they've had, right? And, and got their first win. Which you know, uh, I had a couple people tell me that that was going to be the best show. Like you know, I it, it, it took second, and AEW uh, a real close second. I mean, you can see just in the in the ratings points uh, how close they were. Right. Um, and I'd have to go to Raw. Uh, Raw was um, another show of watching the guys get ready for a Survivor Series. That's it just it just felt like you know we we we're invasion after invasion it was it was the beginning but it, it was not the best one of all of the the invasion shows and you know I, I'd have to say power would be close me off at five okay all right so there you go Mark Henry giving SmackDown his top show this week yeah Mark I I'm not going I don't even. I'm still deciding right now if I'm going AEW or NXT. I have been going back and forth on this all week. Like on one side, right? Well, not all week, uh, three days, whatever the hell it's been, right? Um, On one side, NXT had a really great show because for me, getting to see Becky Lynch come back, right? Getting to see Seth Rollins come back. Getting to see Alt-Ricochet come back and have that match with Matt Riddle, right? Getting to see them come back and have that that little bit of a tip of the cap. I think in Becky's yeah. case, she hadn't been back, Mark, in like four years. So that was huge, right? That felt big. And then on the flip side... You had a really great AEW show, I thought, with uh, that kicked off with, I think, Nick Jackson's first singles match in like six, seven, eight years. He talked about it on Twitter. Very long time since Nick Jackson was in a singles match. He had a really great match with uh, Ray Phoenix. I love the way that kicked off the show. Then he had a great Chris Jericho promo. I know. Surprise, surprise. Chris Jericho uh, right. cutting a great promo. Luchasaurus comes back. The crowd pops for that. Everyone loves seeing Luchasaurus. He had that cool match between Private Party and Santa. Tana Ortiz, but you know what really did it for me? And I, I'm going to go with AEW as my show of the week because their main event, Mark, John Moxley, and Darby Allen, I just have a give a, a tip of the cap to AEW now, whatever, like the sixth week or whatever the hell we're into with AEW, Mark, when they book a main event. They make sure that that main event feels like a main event. And I know, well, that's why it's a main event, stupid. No, I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> Uh, I get that. But, Mark, you know as well as I do, right? Uh, sometimes main events don't feel like main events. Sometimes it just it's a little jumble that doesn't get the time that it deserves. That is never a problem with AEW. So when I look at Moxley and Allen and then you compare the feelings I had about the people coming back on NXT, that was all great. And it was very close. And I know NXT won in the ratings. I- I'm still leaning AEW this week for my weekly winner. 
Well, I mean, you you have that's that's your list, and yep. you know you have your choice. I, I'm leading up into this weekend that's very powerful and very um, WWE oriented, being yeah. that they have NXT and uh, Survivor Series, uh, which are two important pay per views. Uh, the show at a- AEW was really good, and it they was. started it well. They the pairings of the talent was was really good, and they finished strong. You can't. There's nothing that you can disagree with about that. Uh, I'm sure that Dave and Bully and Tommy would, uh, including you too, would totally agree with or disagree with my list, think, thinking that uh, NXT and AEW and then SmackDown. But I, I just, you know, the the biggest thing in pro wrestling on any brand uh, is the Fiend, and the, one of the top, if not the top wrestler on the planet is Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah. You got an introduction of a new title, and yeah. I, I I had to I had to put that in there. And the women's uh, matches were star studded. Uh, you you can, I mean, all the best women in the WWE were in a match together uh i can i cannot put anything above that yeah and mark you make some real compelling points and let's and we didn't even mention the way that smackdown ended with a little bit of a callback to the old dx invasion in the tank right and then listen i know there's a lot of people out there in social media and the wrestling world and a lot of the marks and and you know i you know throughout the show i made my comments on it well oh another invasion another brawl well i'll say this if you're predictably going to end the show that's the go home show in the survivor series with a brawl mark henry you might as well do it with the biggest brawl we've ever seen i mean mark listen there are brawls and then there's whatever the hell we saw at the end of SmackDown last night. I mean, that was the entire, it felt like, WWE roster. So when you give SmackDown your weekly winner, I'm not against it, especially from when you think the way that it ended. You bring up Daniel Bryan and you bring up The Fiend. And how about the point that you made, which I think is a very apt point. This weekend, this week, was all about the lead-in to TakeOver and Survivor Series. This is a WWE-centric week, and there is so much going on. It is hard not to give the nod to a show like SmackDown, who really put a nice bow on it and sent us off into what will hopefully be a very entertaining back-to-back pay-per-view weekend. Yeah, man. I, I we, we, We're the one that's winning. Yeah. The fans, all the people that, that's that's waiting on the on the phone to call in, like you and I and Bully and Dave and Tommy, Gabby and Alex, guns. Uh, yeah, I shout you out, guns. My bad. Like, <laughs> we, we all, man, we're all wrestling fans. Like, right. we, we love the business. And and we're doing it as a job, but it, tell me, you you you, it don't feel like work. No, this is not. a I job, mean, I Mark feel Henry. like I get to go and talk about something I love to do that I, I enjoy, yep. that I'm interested in, and the fans get to play a part of it. And, and we we still have our, you know, every family has a disagreement, and that's fine <laughs> as long it's as it don't turn violent. You know what I'm saying? It, the, but the one thing that I I, I don't want. And I want to try to erase from this whole uh, wrestling world of ours What's is that? the competition of the fan. I don't right. like I don't like AEW. I hate WWE. I like WWE. I hate AEW. Like, cut it out, guys. Like, you have no power whatsoever to sway the opinions of the companies. These are, this, you don't. Nobody gets mad at Coke and Pepsi. You know, I got a friend of mine that's like, hey, man, 
what do you think about the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I was like, I don't think about it. And he was like, <laughs> really? And I was like, man, I, I like all chicken sandwiches. I was like, I'm, a, I'm an equal I'm opportunity eater. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, well, when I get back, when you get back to Austin, um, we're going to go get a Chick-fil-A sandwich. We're going to go get the KFC crunchy uh, sandwich. We're going to get a Popeye's sandwich. I said, bro, I'm not eating that much no more. I was like, you know, if you want to cut them in half, we can sample them, but I'm not doing it. And we had this big laugh about it, but that's how I feel about these wrestling fans. Like, there's a competition, the argument of just eat it. Just enjoy it. That's that's just plain and simple. Yeah, I don't. I, I hear those fans, and I think it's just more of them trying to – they want to get defensive over the product that they enjoy more, and then I feel like they're not actively or fully understanding essentially what they're doing. If you're choosing a side, you're actively rooting against people that risk what they risk and perform the art which we all enjoy so much. I, Mark, I, I really do feel like the, the vast majority of fans out there do, whether they feel a certain way about a product or uh, wh- whatever the case may be, I genuinely do feel the majority of fans out there are actively wishing the best for all the competitors. I do. I think what we're talking about when you reference those fans that are choosing sides, I think it's a very small minority that make a bunch of noise. And unfortunately, it kind of lasts with us because it upsets us, and rightfully so. You know what I mean? I, I think that's more of the case than anyone actually believing that. At least I would hope so, Mark, because you're only hurting yourself. You're only letting yourself miss out on the joy of the variety of pro wrestling. I'm not saying you got to watch every week, but this idea that one is absolutely trash or one is absolutely better or infinitely better than the other, you know as well as I do, Mark Henry. That's just not the case. No, it's not. And some of it is going to revolve around time. Yes. Now, I Great create point. the time for me to watch the shows that every show that comes on that I that I talk about on the show. There are some people that they're they're, they're more busy and the, and their job doesn't re- revolve around uh, them watching wrestling, so they have to pick and choose. Like on Wednesday, I only got like two hours to watch wrestling. I got to go to work. <laughs> I can't watch them. I can't watch Monday. I record it. And I'll watch it on Tuesday when I get a little break. Or, Facts. Or Friday, you know, man, I got kid pickup. I got to pick up two kids from school. I got to get off from work and I'm rushing. And I got to get dinner made. And this, I, I don't have time. I got to record it and DVR it and watch it when I get a moment. That That's some people's reality. And I understand that. But just because you have that reality, don't say, oh, the other stuff don't matter. I, right. What it is, is you just love that one brand, enjoy it, factor it into your time schedule, and watch it and enjoy it. And don't give a damn about what nobody else think about it. Again, wise words from the one and only sexual child. Let it be Mark said. Henry. Let it be. That's, see, this is why you need to see The Mandalorian. There's this great character in The Mandalorian that essentially oh, says oh, something like don't that. Don't stop. Don't talk I, about it. I know, I know. I'm not going to Did you go it. see I'm Dolomite? Just, did you see Dolomite on Netflix? I'm the one that told you to watch Dolomite. Oh, that's right. You did. That was Did okay. you Mark, Thank did you watch Dolomite? Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so you watched it. me. I watched it, bro. Oh, hell yes. So my good, heart, right? My heart my heart felt good. My heart felt that's good because you know what, man? I, I have to say this. I had a lot of people that didn't believe in me that scoffed 
at the fact that I quit football and focused my life on strength sports. Right. I got called ignorant, dumb, you stupid, you giving up on something that can make you a lot of money, uh, whatever. But didn't know God's plan for me. Didn't know what I was put on this earth to do. And that's the kind of thing you can never quit, never take no, never give up. And that's what I got out of Dolomite. And yes, it wasn't always tasteful. Yes, it was kind of secular. But at the end of the day, you have a man that didn't take no for an answer and made a name for himself. And here we are, long after he's gone, still talking about him. That's what I wanted. That's what Preach. I want out of my life. And I hate to I'm preach you, because it's not Sunday. It's Saturday. <laughs> and we're trying to talk about sports. We're trying to talk about wrestling. But somehow, some way, it always comes. I better stop before I get in trouble. How did you not uh, have uh, a preacher gimmick? I'm serious. Like, how were you never a preacher? Like, that is too good. Because I was, you know, I was afraid of going to hell. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Would, you are a man of God. I would have been out there. I would have been out there halfway doing it. I wouldn't have went a hundred percent. Thinking God's watching down and judging you. I keep looking over my shoulder up at the sky, like, is that okay, Lord? That's a good answer. Is that okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll back down. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. Survivor Series 24 hours from now. I don't know what the main event is going to be. I don't know if it'll be Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan or if it'll be Lesnar versus Mysterio. Methinks it's going to be Lesnar versus Mysterio. Mark, let's start with that. It sure feels like that the WWE could be building to a potential WWE championship win by one Rey Mysterio. And if this happens, Mark, this goes back to what CM Punk said on backstage. When pro wrestling is great, it is great. Rey Mysterio taking the strap off of Brock Lesnar in what is going to be a no DQ uh, match could be one of the better moments of this decade. I really hope it happens. Mark, I'm going to ask you, I'm putting all this responsibility on you. Is it going to happen? Am I going to be happy in 24 hours? Is Rey Mysterio going to be the new WWE champ? I would have to say no. Damn and it! I know that's, I, I know that's not what you want to hear, brother. No, it's not. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like, Brock is angry, and I don't know if I would put my worst enemy in there against angry Brock Lesnar. That's that's what we're getting right now. He's angry. He's mad. I tell you. <laughs> He's crazy. He wants blood. Well, I feel like I don't think, the fact, I don't think yeah. that it'll even be much of a match. I think that this is going to be one of those cases where Ray tries to do him dirty, right? And Brock catches him, and and Ray Mysterio goes to Suplex City. I just and I'm af- and I'm afraid for him. I'm, yeah. I'm really deadly afraid. That I guess this will be the match 
that Ray will say, you know what, the injuries I sustained, I will no longer wrestle. I did not retire. I have been retired. Oh, it scares me. It scares me to think of it. Well, Mark, I think maybe what I'm hanging on with a lot of other people are hanging on is this prospect that it is a no DQ match, right? That, that, that would lend itself to make me believe that Ray Mysterio is going to, you know, essentially take any means necessary to take this title. The fact that it is a no DQ match, I feel like it favors oddly enough, Ray Mysterio in this instance. You don't agree with that? No, <laughs> no the laugh says it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, okay. so I, 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 I used to do this final exam time with the wrestlers. Okay. Whenever a shooter uh, or somebody that was in martial arts came into Ohio Valley Wrestling, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, get in the ring. This karate shit don't work on me. Come on. So Brock and Shelton come. I was drinking water. You got me. Sorry. And I said, <laughs> I said, come on, come on, Brock. You go first. You the student, because Shelton was his teacher. Shelton was his okay. coach. I said, come on, let's go. So we we get in there, and we circling around, and I'm trying to fill him out, and he tries to grab me up high, which was not a smart thing to do. And I grabbed him, and rather than grabbing him and throwing him on the ground, I pushed him away from me, which was the worst thing I could do because he's now he's about four feet, five feet away from me. And I'm like, oh, he can't get me from here. Well, I was wrong. He low-level <laughs> shot in, ankle-picked me, and hyperextended my knee. Just so big and so fast at that weight, even if he just he just barely got a piece of me and hurt me. And I don't know if Ray is ready to see an angry, mad Brock. I don't know if anybody is. Yeah. Like the dude, I mean, yeah. There's there's a little they're gonna talk, they're gonna talk about how Ray hit him in the knee with the pipe and his knee is hurt and he's a little hobbled. And Ray will probably kick him in that leg and try to go to it because that's what I would do. Stomp on his stomach. Every weakness that that Brock ever had, I would try to work on it. But can he do that? Can he get to that? I, I don't think so. Mark Henry. Crushing my hopes and dreams here on Busted Open on this Saturday. <laughs> what an asshole. Mark just Henry gonna... just crushed my dreams. Just... I'm not even going to watch. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch in the I'm hopes that Mark watch. Henry is dead wrong. So it's that's why wrong. we will all be watching. We come back on Saturday after our Thanksgiving. I'm going to laugh at you when Rey Mysterio is the champion. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. We'll move on. Oh, Universal man. Championship. Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Uh, Mark, I... I, I I would like to see Daniel Bryan win, but I don't see how Daniel Bryan beats a guy who took like 27 curb stomps just last month. I don't think now is the time that the Fiends are going to give it up the strap anytime soon. Oh, man. Crazy meets crazy equals more crazy. It, it's, <laughs> you can't factor it in. There's, there's You can't rationalize uh, what Bray Wyatt is because Daniel Bryan could – do something that we we might not even deem is feasible. How about uh, 
suplexing him on the stairs or something. Uh, I mean, like there's there's they're gonna go raw. They're gonna get real raw, and there will there will be a finish. Otherwise, the world of pro wrestling is gonna completely boycott WWE program. They have to give a finish. No, I agree. I think we're definitely gonna get a finish. Uh, just which way does that finish land? Uh, I think is going to be the big question. I'm excited. I'm excited. That's a two. That's a double main event. That's what you would call in in fight sports, combat sports. We got Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz are going to be doing business tonight. There's no co-main event to go along with that. And I should make a mild plug if you are into boxing coming up here. Uh, What's it going to be? Ten o'clock Pacific to eleven o'clock Pacific. So that's one to two Eastern. I'm going to be on back here on Fight Nation 156 with my pal Jimmy Smith. We're going to be officially hosting the Wilder Ortiz post show right here on Fight Nation. So if you're into boxing, flip back around a little later tonight, and uh, we'll be chatting for about an hour, taking your calls and reacting to that big heavyweight fight. But, Mark, uh, obviously plenty more fights to get to in regards to Survivor Series going down in 24 hours. I don't know where we should go next. I guess we'll go to the next match where I feel people are most excited for that great, great triple threat between AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Roderick Strong. Uh, Mark, I know this is a match you're looking forward to. There's just three great craftsmen in the ring, different eras, different styles. This is a really enticing and exciting matchup. The question to you is, who walks away the victor? You know, I, I said earlier that I've, I feel like the Undisputed Era is is this is the only shine that they're going to get. I think this is where you give it to them. And you were right. There is a lot of, lot of craftsmen in this. A lot of uh, brilliant storytellers and I think that, once again, this is the one you flip. The, you Harvey Dent this one. You flip the coin and see who gets the shot, who gets the win. Well, it does. It feels like a big weekend potentially for uh, the Undisputed Era, for Cole, for Roderick Strong, for, well, formerly Red Dragon. So I guess that brings me to the next matchup. I actually think Roderick goes over in that triple threat. I could be wrong, but uh, I just, I do, I feel like it's trending all the way to Undisputed Era. So I go to the tag matchup between the Viking Raiders, the New Day, and Undisputed Era. This also feels like a place, again, maybe to get some shine on the new blood. Uh, I don't really feel like the Viking Raiders need it. I don't really, if we know, if there's any team that doesn't need to win in this entire weekend, it's probably the New Day, just given how over they are and how, you know, their story is just, not only is it complete, it just can go wherever it wants. I don't think they need the win. Mark, I think, uh, yeah, it is. I think Undisputed needs the win, so I think they're walking away the winner. What say you uh, about that matchup on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, It's them all the way, and Roderick Strong will get the win. All right. You cannot so, give Adam Cole the win because he's uh, – everybody already is saying, and I remember listening to Bully Ray the other day, saying how, like, those other guys are those other guys. They're not mentioning people by name. They're not um, – you know, what was the – you know, not the those guys, uh, if you will, is, is they have a name. And um, I want to see – Roderick Strong do more than be an assistance for Adam Cole. Yeah. 
I'm with you. Let me ask you this, Mark. This is something we were all talking about during break. And when I say all of us, I mean guns. I mean Gabby and myself. And you were kind of just listening, taking inventory. But uh, as we are going into the last break, we were talking about how none of us believe in this Bailey heel turn. It is about the most unbelievable thing happening on WWE television. It's almost cringeworthy. It's really hard to watch. So, Mark, when I say that, I set it up in this regard. Uh, she has to win against Becky Lynch and Shayna in that women's triple threat. And she needs it to build her character. And I'm going to say this, Mark. If she wins, which I think she will, and she can't get over as a heel, we have got to put a stop to this new Bailey character because it's going to hurt her when she decides to go back to what she was and kind of push that character. I think outside of everyone on this card, more so than anything, I think, you know, Bailey really needs this win. She really needs something to continue that character. So I definitely think she's walking away the winner uh, tomorrow on Sunday. But, Mark, the question would be, once she wins, then what, what happens? What do you think happens with this match? though between these three uh gifted women you know what I, I think that if she if bailey wins uh it won't be over uh i think that her and Shayna baszler are gonna like i said guys it's a it's a it's only a, a two-way street if you you can go from nxt to any brand and come back home because you're not stuck like raw and smackdown are I can see Bailey and finally we we wanted to get the one on one with the man and with um God I'm drawing a blank. Uh we we wanted to get a one on one with Shayna Baszler and the man. But I I don't think that that's the one on one that we're going to get. I think we're going to get the one on one with Shayna Baszler and, and Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.